0: If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. What I am going to share with you today is so helpful. And when I made this discovery for myself, it was incredibly helpful for my own life in terms of being empowered And really making changes as opposed to sort of getting stuck in cycles. Um, And I'm going to talk about boundaries. There is a lot of what I would say not accurate information out in sort of the spiritual community about needing to protect ourselves, needing to protect our energy. I see that meme a lot you know, protect your energy and only let certain people in. And I kind of want to back it up a little bit. I kind of want to give you a deeper understanding of what boundaries really mean and how we can use the understanding of boundaries in a way that actually benefits us and actually moves us forward in life as opposed to sort of leaves us in this protective You know, uh, fearful place. (laughs) I don't know why it makes me laugh. It kind of, it's so silly to me. Um, I understand it. We get really caught up in the way that the world works and we get caught up in what we see and the physical realms. And then once we're open to, you know, we begin to open to the energetic realms. We really start oftentimes in the astral realms. In the astral realms are our thought processes, our dreams, um, psychic awareness. Uh, it's where we start to connect with others on that telepathic level. It's where time begins to be more fluid and the past and the present and the future um, kind of, you know, co because again, it's the thought the thought realm. It's also where um, a lot of people sort of stop there and get stuck there, but there's so much more. And I think when people are caught up in the astral realms, they um, and I'll include myself too, because I at times do this, and uh, even as aware of it as I am, you know i'm still human <laughs> so i think when people get caught up in the astral realms there is a sense of needing to protect ourselves you know there's there's black magic and white magic there's just magic in general there's casting spells there's voodoo there's so much that truly let's break it down in that realm anything you believe exists it's the realm of the imagination it's the realm of Thought becoming things, so it's sort of the in-between stage of the energy realm. That's a bit higher, the the realms of heaven that I like to call it heaven, because that's where it's um, pure beingness and love. And so, you know, kind of in between those is where this large amount of creation happens, and anything that we imagine begins to come into form in that realm. So, I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm actually saying it in the opposite way. We're creating all of these things for ourselves and they begin to take form. In fact, a lot of these things have actual form and autonomy and, you know, there are I, you know, um decided the other day I'm going to do an episode on my experience with the reptilians because uh, you know, I think people get so caught up in the conspiracy theories, in the um, the need for psychic boundaries and and get really caught up in that realm. And um, I, I just want to bring more awareness to some alternatives that are more joyful <laughs> that will help us move forward in our learning so that we don't kind of get stuck in this zone, right? So I'm going to first read you um, a passage from my book, and my book is called The Era of the True Creator, Um, and the passage that I'm going to read to you is from the chapter on oneness. It's called, what's this chapter called? Um, Oneness Through Harmonization. And so, of course, we're going to talk about boundaries. So here it goes. In the new, we function within the energetic realms of reality first and foremost. These energy realms show us that our true currency is our attention. What are we paying our attention to? When we devote mental attention to things or situations outside of the current moment, we create attachments to those things through the energetic grasping. It causes us to feel the need to either pull or push energetically, creating attachments or forced boundaries. While it is a part of our human development to learn to create boundaries, these boundaries aren't a function of and do not exist within the higher realms. If we are living in the present moment, boundaries occur naturally and do not need to be forced or created. And at a point along our path of unification, we are able to let go, we are able to let forceful forceful boundaries go in favor of deep presence and the allowance that comes from understanding that there is no wrong and nothing to control. So in that, there is a lot said. First, the point that I wanted to really bring home is that our goal is to pay more attention to the energy than we do other things, right? So that's just something that as we're awakening, as we're moving through our spiritual path, we start to pay more attention to the energy that something has or something is than the actions that are occurring, right? Because we're moving our ourselves into a multidimensional awareness. And so we often get caught up in the physical or the thoughts, those two realms, And what we really want to start paying attention to is the energy, the way that something feels. Um, And not emotionally, I'm not talking about emotions, but the way that something, the way that we sense it um, on a higher frequency, on a different frequency, right? So we want to pay attention to those things more and have a neutral perception, have a neutral awareness of them. And it is a challenge, but it's, it's what we're working toward. So the next part that I talk about is that boundaries are naturally occurring, right? When we are present, boundaries naturally occur. And presence is a really, really intense, uh, profound state. Presence is not just, you know, um, being there with somebody, not just paying attention presence is not just sitting in meditation. Presence is a quantum moment. It is so profound when we can experience deep presence. It has the effect of untethering us from everything else. And you can have this experience of sort of feeling like you're um, tripping a little bit, like you're, you know, on a different level completely. Um, it's very, it's very unique. It's hard to explain. You can tell that I'm losing my words right now, but suffice it to say that deep presence is far more than just kind of paying attention to something. And it's very, very shifting. So when we have boundaries, let's talk about boundaries a little bit, and all of this will come together. If it's not making sense yet, all of it will come together when we talk about boundaries, what we're talking about is enforced boundaries that I like to sort of delineate because actually boundaries do exist, uh, but not in the way that we think of them. Boundaries are sort of, they're not real. Um, when we, when we go up into the higher realms, we see that everything is blending. You know, I've got this physical body, but really the, the edges of my physical body are blending with, Everything that's around me, nothing is standing still. You know, even um, when we think scientifically about our physical body, there's a lot more space than there is physical uh, density. And so, you know, when we talk about the energy realms, when we're in the energy realms, everything is blending. And this is why I, I sort of laugh when I do laugh. It, it makes me laugh. I'm not making fun of anybody, but it's really funny to me when we talk about protecting our energy and protecting our space, because um, while it's true that we actually do work with those things on a physical level, it's important that we feed and clothe ourselves. It's important that we, you know, not run into knives <laughs> <laughs> things like that we actually do have those physical boundaries that we work with in the psychic realms it is important to learn to cleanse our energy field to you know bring a white light around us or whatever energy you work with and to start playing with where you end and others begin it's very important for empathic people to play with this to and I say play because it's not about this big dramatic thing, it's really about learning um, in different realms. But the reality is in the energetic realms, when we go into higher and higher frequencies, those boundaries aren't real. They don't really exist. Even the psychic boundaries, everything can move through it. You know, there are laws, there are laws that, um, you know, for example, some of those psychic realms, we can say, um, you know, dark spirit, you're not allowed to enter here. My body is my own, et cetera, et cetera. You actually can use those, and it actually does work, as I'll bring up in my um, podcast that I'll do pretty soon about reptilians uh, and my experience with them. But what we're really going toward here is deeper empowerment, and so let's pay attention to the energy realms, boundaries are really just us moving through energy. And when we enact boundaries, meaning when we consciously work with them and we're consciously trying to push something away, energetically, it has the same frequency as pulling it in. Energetically, a boundary is an attachment. So think about somebody. This is always easiest when we apply it to a person because we can always think of that person that we're trying to not have in our lives (laughs) for whatever reason. We're trying to become stronger, whatever. We think that they're evil, whatever your reason is. And we're trying to sort of push that energy away from us. Really what we're doing is we're very attached to it. We're paying attention to it. We are energetically focused on it. And that creates more attachments. It creates more of those energetic attachments that actually just keep creating it in our lives. When we move into presence, when we move into resonant frequency with ourselves, with our true selves, we have no boundaries and we have no attachments because we're not pushing at anything and we're not pulling anything toward us. So like I said, it is important. It's part of our human development to work with boundaries on multiple levels, right? So like I said, in the human form, one of the things that I personally have really worked at in my lifetime is having some of those healthy boundaries in my physical world, you know, learning how to take care of myself physically and say, not this and yes, this that's been very important for me. Uh, just, you know, something that I haven't mentioned yet, actually, which is interesting is I'm a star seed. So what that means for me is this is my first incarnation as a human, uh, on this planet. I've never been here before. I've never had a human existence. And so for me, there's a big learning curve in terms of how to take care of myself physically. And it's a fascinating process. I've really enjoyed it. But there is a lot that, you know, for example, not wearing sandals in the winter, um, that's something that I've had to learn. (laughs) And my physical body is very good at cueing me into things that aren't working and things that are working. So, which actually brings me to another point boundaries only exist in the realms that have duality. I wish I would have said that at the beginning because that's key. Boundaries only exist in the realms that have duality. So in the physical realm, we have duality. We have, yes, this is awesome and I like it. And no, this is not awesome. And I don't like it. And we have that contrast to play with, but you know and in the psychic realms we have good and evil we have a lot of that actually it's really that's where it kind of originates is this whole um fear and love polarity and time based polarity and it's really interesting how those two commingle how those are interrelated time uh the fact that we have a time based reality and the fact that we have the love and fear polarities so those are very related So we have duality in these lower frequency dimensions. And I say lower, not bad, right? They're not worse. They're amazing dimensions that we get to play in, but there is duality. And so we have boundaries within those realms. Once we get into those higher frequency realms, the boundaries just don't exist because they're kind of not needed right? Everything is determined by focus and by energy. So that brings me back to talking about boundaries on an energetic level. When we're in presence, when we're in deep presence, we don't have attachment to things. We don't have the need to create boundaries because we're not thinking about it. All is now. Everything is now we create boundaries because we have the desire to create a shift. We're using polarities. We're using dualism to help us learn in this life, right? So they're awesome and fun to play with. But what we're working toward is to just not be attached. So let's use that example that I started about the person, you know, maybe there's a person that we're trying to have a boundary with. What we're really doing is we're hyper-focused on that person and we're trying not to make the same mistake or create the same thing, which is drama. As I say in my book, if we create the same thing out of a rote pattern, something that we've done before that we're not really examining, we, that's that's creating drama. And true creation is to be present in the moment, And to create from whatever the moment calls to us from, so that we are creating new things all the time on new vibrational levels. So, when we are creating a boundary with a person or with a thing, a behavior, but right now we're using the example of a person, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to say, I don't want that in my life. And something that's a little bit quicker and more to the point is to say, I don't like the way that I am when I am engaging with this person. I don't like the way that I feel. I don't like the way that I act. Um, all of those things, right? And that's why we're creating a boundary because it doesn't feel good. So more to the point is to get in resonance with ourselves, right? Always turn the viewpoint back on ourselves Instead of saying, I have a boundary against this person or this action or this thing, we turn it back into ourselves and we say, what is it that's going on in here? What's going on in here? And how can I come back into frequency with myself, with my true nature and let go? Just let go. Let go of the attachment, be present and turn our gaze to what we actually desire for ourselves, what we actually want in our lives, what brings us joy. And that happens pretty naturally when we really get into presence, but sometimes it is fun to kind of turn our head and experience, you know, purposefully um, creating our gaze at something that we do want, right? So I'm simplifying Because it is very simple. But I know that as humans, I mean, I know this. As humans, we do need to work with boundaries sometimes. If we've got a pattern in our lives that we're trying to break, we do need to say, you know, it is helpful. It's not necessary because there are many ways of doing this. But sometimes where we're at right now in this moment is that we need to work with boundaries. So we need to say no more. And we need to go through whatever process, you know, um, inner child work, or grieving, or um, you know, discovering through shadow work and things like that. But the 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 farther view that we're trying to get to is to really just always turn that gaze within, and to remember that when we're present, there's not a need for boundaries. And then here's the magic thing: here's what happens. If I have a boundary that I'm working with and I've succeeded in internally shifting the pieces and parts that are attached to whatever it is that I'm pushing away from. And, you know, for example, I'm attached to this person. This happens a lot in dating. I'm attached to this person. So I'm creating a boundary with this person because I don't want to do that again. Right. And then when we do that inner work, we turn the gaze inward. We do that inner work. And here's what happens. Just our frequency attracts completely new experiences, completely new people into our lives, or it reattracts even that same person, but it brings out different aspects of them. So that's almost a whole new thing, but let me dive into it. Each person in the world is multifaceted. We all have everything within us. We have the capability of every everything within us, right? But we do have a tendency toward a personality and that's what we play with in this lifetime. We play with our personality and what is it like to be Allison? You know, what is it like to be this person that I am? So, When we connect with other people, and it's beautiful because I'm looking at the flower of life right now, um, on a painting that I did a long time ago, that's now my vision board. And I put all these pictures on top of it, but the flower of life, I remember my husband wind, um, said that he, you know, at one point he had a vision that the flower of life was really the connections between all of the humans all of the the people in the world, and that we're all so overlapping and connected and one, um, and how beautiful! So it symbolizes to me oneness and our interconnected, and interconnectedness. So, um, let, I'm sorry, I got a little bit distracted. But what happens is, we each and every one of us are multifaceted. We have all aspects within ourselves. So when I shift who I am on a vibrational level. When I shift what I'm attracting on that vibrational level, I can engage with all of the same people and I will have very different experiences with all of them. Very different because what I'm going to evoke from them with my current frequency is something different, right? This is how we can live in the same town forever and still have unique experiences with all the people. We can go through an awakening, become a completely different person, and it's hard because other people might see us the same, but something in them is going to feel that we are different. And if they don't, then that's okay too, because the other part of this is that if we've done that internal work, the things that used to trigger us aren't going to trigger us. They're not activated within they're not activated within ourselves they're not the predominant vibration our thought or focus and so they're not going to be activated when other people come at us let me say let's let's use this in as an example let's say that i have road rage and i go out on the street and i dri- i'm driving and i have just oh my God, the worst. (laughs) This actually happens. I mean, I I don't want to... When I have a specific family member that comes to visit me, this always happens. We go for a ride and there's always just crazy shit on the road happening. And it's just looney tunes, right? But it's because that's that person's predominant focus. They're focused on all of these terrible drivers. And legitimately in Santa Fe, there are a lot of terrible drivers, but it's interesting when I get in the car with this person, that's always what occurs is there's just so much craziness on the road. And every time I feel like we're going to get into a car accident because that's the focus. So imagine then if there was this awareness, I'll just pretend like that's me. Okay. I have terrible road rage. Instead of focusing outward and saying, all these people are bad, I focus inward and I say, oh, I have road rage because I have a fear about this and on and on and on. And then I do that deep inner work and I bring my vibration more in alignment with who I truly am on a higher frequency. And I clear that anger out and I clear that fear out And, you know, I bring myself to a deeper state of peace. And then when I go get in my car, I'm present. And amazing things can happen. Those same drivers can be on the road. They can swerve in front of me. They can still do the crazy stuff that they were doing before. Maybe driving 10 miles an hour in a 50 zone because that happens in Santa Fe. But that is not going to trigger me. Because those parts within myself are not activated anymore, right? So this happens with people in our interpersonal relationships. As we do this work, the internal work, we don't need to constantly focus on having boundaries, pushing certain people away. It just naturally occurs. Either they're not in our lives, suddenly, magically, we just don't see them. Or if they are, we don't get triggered by them, right? And I know that probably you might be listening to this and thinking, that's all good and well and true, except for this one example. I'll tell you it's true across the board, and I've practiced it with people and experiences that were so deeply triggering that I felt like I would never be able to shift And the the real part, you know, here, if we're creating boundaries, we're deeply afraid. Like I'd mentioned earlier, we're afraid that we're going to act or feel or behave or do, you know, in a certain way with this person, it's going to somehow cause us to not feel good or drag our vibration down or, or make us act in a way that just, we don't like. And it really, it really is possible To not have those triggers anymore around certain people. It really is possible to feel divine love around people that used to make us totally terrified or really angry or very sad or just feel, you know, like shit about ourselves. We can really shift that. It's completely possible. And in fact, that deep inner work or just being present, sometimes it can happen in an instant. Sometimes we don't need to worry about doing such deep work all the time and dredging up old bones and things like that. We actually can do it in a moment. Just be present and watch how your mind, once you bring yourself into presence, take a deep breath. You might be having a conversation with someone and it starts to go down that old familiar road old familiar territory, and you start to feel terrible, take a breath, recenter yourself, feel yourself inside, acknowledge how you're feeling, and then acknowledge who you truly are and move into that space. The conversation might change or it might end right in that moment. It is amazing. You might moments earlier have been looking at this person with hate and suddenly, all you see is love. All you feel is love for this person. It doesn't even matter what they're saying. It is so powerful. Is so powerful. And I don't want to oversimplify it because I do recognize that at times we do need to do that inner work. We do need to go deep. We need to, you know, like I said, dredge up the old bones. We need to do the shadow work, whatever it is, But the only reason that we need to do those things is because it's part of our adventure. It's part of our life adventure. And if it weren't, we wouldn't want to do it from a higher level. So use that as your barometer. If it's not fascinating to you, don't don't dive into it. Don't worry about it. And learn to be fascinated by things that actually bring you more joy (laughs) in the long run. Don't get stuck in shadow work. Don't get stuck in resolving these old pains over and over because that's still an attachment, right? So I've said a lot here. I hope it resonates. If you have any questions or thoughts, please send them to me. I'd love to dive into them in another podcast. All right. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.